We're so glad you could join us for mornings at YCBC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you and helps you grow in your walk with Him. So let's get into the Word. Amen. Uh, I, I want to say thank you. Now that's our final week of uh, this set of church hubs. Uh, I want to say thank you to our worship teams for taking the time uh, to recall record all of our worship for January and I want to thank Carl for, for working so hard to put all of these videos together so seamlessly. It's been a real blessing to us as a church. Um, so it's the final week now of our Contending for Your Faith series, number five. Um, so I'm going to pray now and we're going to dive uh, straight into God's Word for this morning. And so Heavenly Father, we thank you that you've taught us so much, you've enriched us so much throughout this uh, series of Contending for Our Faith. And so I pray once more now this morning that, that you would uh, bless us through your word. And, and as we do that, we're so grateful that we have a great high priest in Jesus that is contending for us as well at your right hand. And so it's in his name that we pray this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, and so our title this morning for the last message of our Contending for Your Faith series is this. Passive versus peace-filled. Passive versus peace-filled. So this morning I want to talk about fighting for peace. And so it's a bit of a funny concept, isn't it? Because we usually think about peace as the absence of conflict, or the absence of fighting. But so this morning I want to talk about and encourage us all to be fighting for peace. Uh, the Apostle Paul says in uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 15, uh, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. And so we're called to peace, and since we're called to peace, the Apostle Paul encourages us to let Christ's peace, that's Jesus Christ's peace, rule in our hearts. And so that means if peace is going to rule in our hearts, anxiety doesn't rule in our hearts, fear doesn't rule in our hearts, uncertainty and worry does not rule in our hearts if Christ's peace is ruling in our hearts. Uh, Jesus says in his words to us that he's given us his peace. He, he wants us to live in peace. But we also have an enemy that we contend with. We have an enemy that wants to steal, that wants to kill and destroy the peace that Jesus has given us so that we live in fear, anxiety, uncertainty and worry. And so this morning, I want to dive into for a few minutes what it looks like to contend for the peace that, that we're called to have ruling in our hearts. In John's Gospel, it records uh, Jesus uh, in John chapter 16, verse 33, uh, speaking to his disciples not long before uh, his execution and then ultimately his resurrection and ascension. Um, but he says in John chapter 16, verse 33, in this, sorry, I've told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And so Jesus told his followers, in this world you'll have trouble. For many of us, the year we've just experienced, 2020, was exhibit A, B, C, D, E, F and G of experiencing trouble in this world. And now we're entering a 2021 and not a lot has changed. 
We enter a year where there's still so much uncertainty. There's still, if we let it rule in our hearts, so much cause for fear and anxiety and worry. And so Jesus said, he, he told his disciples these things, he says in verse 33, so that in him we might have peace. And so when he says these things, he, he's referring to what he's talked about already. And, and in the, the chapters that come before this in John's Gospel, which I would always encourage you to read, he, he talks about him being the way to the Father. Uh, that in the Father's house he has many rooms and that he's going to prepare a place for us. That we have that security of our eternity. He, he's talking about how the Holy Spirit's going to come and has come already for us who's going to be our comforter, that's going to be our guide, that's going to lead us into all truth. Uh, these things include the message that if we remain in him, then we'll be abundantly fruitful in our lives. These things include that message that in this world we will have trouble. So, so we don't need to be shocked, we don't need to be surprised in a sense when trouble comes because Jesus has forewarned us that we will experience trouble in this world. But even then... We don't have cause for fear because he says, I have overcome this world. Jesus has overcome this world and all of the trouble that it can contain. A few chapters earlier, as part of the, these things in John chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus um, talks about the peace that he's giving us. He says, peace I leave with you. So he's talking about how he's going away to his disciples. He's saying, I'm, I'm leaving you with peace. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And so Jesus is saying he's given us his peace. And he, and he invites us to not let our hearts be troubled. He's talking about contending to live in the peace that he's given us. I think it's so profound that he's given us his peace. This isn't a, a B-grade kind of peace. This is the A-grade, pure gold, ultimate peace that Jesus has given us. It's his own peace. It's, it's the kind of peace that we see in Jesus when we see him sleeping in the back of the boat in the midst of a violent storm. He's able to rest in the midst of chaos. It's the same peace that we see in Jesus when he speaks to the storm and says, Be still, and it is. It's the kind of peace that invades the chaos, the uncertainty, the fear and anxiety with peace and stillness. That's the kind of peace that Jesus has given me. It's the kind of peace that Jesus has given you. And he calls us to contend for that peace, to live in it. And so what does contending for peace look like? Well, it's a familiar passage, but the Apostle Paul talks about contending for peace in prayer. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, he says, Do not be anxious about anything. He's saying, don't settle passively for anxiety. This is an active choice to live a peace-filled life. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. This is what Jesus is talking about. He's giving us his peace. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
And so I, I confess that I'm, I'm prone to anxiety. I'm, I'm prone to having an anxious imagination. And so for people like me, that, that there's times in our lives where we let anxiety and fear rule in our hearts. The Apostle Paul is encouraging us to contend for peace in prayer. By prayer, by petition, with thanksgiving, gratitude is important if we're going to live in peace. Uh, present our requests to God. He, he's saying instead of settling passively for anxiety and worry and fear, contend for peace in prayer. Just, just keep bringing all that stuff that you're anxious about to God in prayer. And then he says we'll have peace beyond understanding, that, that peace of Jesus. For some of us, though, because this passage is so familiar, our response to that will be, I've done that, I've tried that, and it didn't work. Well, let my encouragement this morning to you be this. Keep contending. Keep fighting. Keep pressing into peace through prayer. I'm not saying that if you're not living in a, in a great sense of peace that, that you haven't tried hard enough. What I am saying, though, is just keep contending. Keep fighting for it. Don't settle for anxiety. Don't settle for fear. Don't let that be your resting place. So we can contend for peace in, in, in prayer, but, but we can also contend in peace, and, and it's not an either or, this is a both end. We also contend for peace when we renew our mind with truth. Uh, one of those truths is, is what Jesus said in, in John chapter 16. He has overcome the world. And so when the world looks scary... When our world, the world around us, looks uncertain and, and is causing stress and anxiety in our lives, we can renew our mind with that truth that Jesus is greater than all of this. He has overcome all of this. Uh, Jesus speaks directly to our fears and anxieties uh, in Matthew chapter 10. And he's talking to his disciples and he's telling them not to live lives of worry, but to trust in God. Uh, in Matthew chapter 10 verse 28, to 31, uh, he has this to say. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. And that sounds scary at that point, if you ask me. But then he goes on to tell us about that one and how much he cares for us. He says, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even their very hairs on your head are numbered are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. And so so often we, we stress about the big things of life, but we also stress about the minutiae, the, the little itty-bitty details of life. But Jesus is saying, God is so much more aware than us about the tiniest details of our lives. He's so much more aware than we could ever be. And so Jesus is saying when we're, when we're fearful, when we're anxious, we can renew our mind with the truth that we can trust God in the big picture of our life because he cares about us so much that he sent his son Jesus to save us. We can trust God when we're, we're worried and anxious about the little details of our life because God cares so much about every little tiny detail of our lives that he's counted the number of every single hair on our head. Granted, for some of us, that's an easier count than for others. But what Jesus is communicating here is that he cares deeply about the details more than we ever could. So the message Jesus is communicating here is don't 
let fear, anxiety, stress, uncertainty rule in your hearts. Instead, contend for peace. Pray, renew your mind with truth. Contend that you might be peace-filled as you walk out your life in Jesus. So the big question that I want to leave you to discuss or journal or process this week is this. What areas of your life are you going to contend for peace in this year? What areas, what, what parts, what aspects of your life that you're experiencing fear and anxiety and stress, are you going to contend to experience peace, the peace of Jesus in this year? God bless. Thanks for joining us today. As you head back into your week, we want to encourage you to stay in His Word, stay in His love, and stay strong in your faith. Don't forget to keep up to date with what's happening via Facebook, Instagram, or via our website at ycbc.church. See you soon.